Hello, hey, how are you, friends, family, and strangers, and strangers who will become friends, to the lovely podcast of Monarch, or if this is your first time, hi, I'm India. Welcome to my podcast. Um, This is a podcast all about growing as an individual, breaking the molds of society to be your most authentic self. First episode, we talked all about being intentional and trying new things. This episode, I will say, is on the lower energy side, very deep, very vulnerable, especially for me. I'm grateful that you all tuned in to listen because I was in a very deep spot when I recorded the second part of this episode. And like I said, we went from intentional to the land of the lost. Yes, I said it. We go to the land of the lost. I know there's a part in my life where I feel very lost. I, I maybe maybe it's just me. I mean, some of you might got it all figured out in rutu ta 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 for you guys, but your girl, your girl's got something she's lost about. About <laughs> my voice just cracked. But I highly recommend grabbing some tissues, grabbing a journal. I hope some of this resonates with you, and we can find some clarity in those lost moments. All right, stay tuned. Do any of you feel completely lost or is that just me? Like in one area of your life or maybe a bunch of areas of your life, but like you just feel completely lost. It's extremely frustrating, frustrating, upsetting, honestly belittling. Makes me feel like all of this work that I've done is for Literally nothing. The goal was supposed to be this glorious thing. It was like, it was supposed to be exactly what you thought it would be. Like, you could, like, you're working so hard, you can feel it. You're like, the finish line, it's going to be so worth it. So worth it. And it's so exciting. And then you get to the finish line, you try it, and you realize, oh, this is not, this is not what I thought it'd be. (laughs) Joke's on you. Oh, guys, that's what I feel right now. I don't want to go into, like, specifics of what it is, but I'm just bummed. I'm just out of it. And that's the thing. A goal without a plan is just a wish, right? You're like, I want this. I want this so bad. Okay, I set a plan in place. I did the plan. I took action. I met the goal, and now I'm I'm not satisfied the way I thought I'd be. Being lost is a scary place. I was in the shower 30 minutes ago and this is like all I was thinking. I feel like I'm the only person in the world going through what I'm going through right now. And of course, I know I'm not, but out of my my people, out of my friends, I feel like I'm the only one. Yeah, there's days I've gotten to the goal or thought about how I've reached my goal and I should be like so proud of myself. And of course I am because I I did it. I worked hard. I got where I wanted to be. But it kind of makes you just forget the why. Why did I work so hard? I'm not a failure. 
I got to where I wanted. I just, it's, it's a letdown. Not disappointed in myself, but because it's not what I hoped it'd be, I feel like, I feel like, hmm. Not I got my hopes up, but like you hyped it up so much and you're like, yes, I'm going to do this. It's going to be like this. And then it's not. And you're like, oh, shit. Shoot. Sorry. For little ears, but just kind of like a slap in the face. Now I'm in this in between of like, what do I do now? Of course, I want to take my own advice and do it before you're ready, but. It's a, it's a scary jump again into the unknown where you've already worked so hard, got to the goal, and it's not what you thought it'd be. So, all right, you're going to jump ship, find something else, and then what if it's the same thing all over again? I don't want it to go through it more than once. I understand life is trial and error, but, like, damn. Like, I guess our heads dream up these ideas of what things will be and you truly don't know until you're fully in it. Unfortunately, it doesn't have a trial run where you can just, let me let me just test the waters. Let me just try it out before I fully commit. I understand there's a reason that all of this is happening and it's it set me up for something, but as of right now, feeling lost, I don't know what it is quite yet. I want it to be something that just like pops out at me while I'm driving down the street. Oh, that's exactly what I'm supposed to do. Of course, you want that aha moment of, oh, there it is. That's what I'm supposed to do. But you're in this in-between and it's not coming and you're like, come on. Like you're wishing, hoping, praying, manifesting that it'll like come your way. And of course, that all comes with like divine timing And you have to be patient. But it's hard. Society always sets us up. It's all about goals. You reach this goal. Oh, you reach this goal. You're successful. You did this, this, and this. But society doesn't care about the journey it took to get there. All the tears all the hurt, all the upset that it took to get there. They just were like, oh, if you reach the goal, that's the product. The end result is what's most important. That's not the case. The journey is so important. I learned this a lot in college um, when I was doing a practicum as a preschool teacher, kindergarten teacher, one of those, and just how much stuff has changed like since we were younger. I was younger I know the listeners are all different ages but when we were younger for example art class everything was always product based like the teacher would be like this is what you're making this is what it should look like by the end and then you create that thing and it doesn't look exactly like the way our teacher made it so you feel like a failure and you're like mine doesn't look like that mine isn't perfect mine isn't it's not just like that It's never good enough is what that felt like. But now, like when I was in college making like the lesson plans and everything, they've switched it and it's very process-based. 
and it just changed my perspective. Like, I really got to, once again, be present in each moment because your journey is just as important as the destination, if not more. You're growing, you're learning, you're figuring out your next steps. Once you're at that goal and destination, that's not the end. I feel like you really only hear like motivational speakers talking about the journey they got to this end result. Like you're listening to them, you're like, oh, that was so hard, but she did it. And you're more, I feel like you're really just focused on she got through it. Awesome. We aren't, we're comparing our struggles to everybody else. What's hard to me may not be hard for you and vice versa. Okay, it's like you're in this one spot of life, you're not happy, and it's like, what can I do to change it? Right now, stuff is out of my control. What can I, what can I control to make this better for myself? But then you're also, you're also just thinking back, like, the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Like, be grateful, be glad of what you have. But also, that doesn't mean be miserable. You don't have to suffer something's not a fit for you, it's not a fit. Simple as that. I feel like growing up, I've always kind of, I've had my fit. Like, I tried something, ended up loving it, and it just always fit. Now I'm at this point and I'm like, wow, I just put in so much effort into this and it's not what I thought it'd be. It's a letdown. That's all I can say. It's a letdown. It's like, All right, back to the drawing board. Was not expecting that to be a part of the blueprint. Like, I'm building this house. I've got a great foundation laid out for the construction of this house. I continue. I build it up. I build it up. The house is finished. And I'm like, oh. This house, this house is for someone else. This house, this house is in my house. I worked hard and built somebody else's house. I thought it'd be my house. Just not quite my house. And I feel like that's that's also what's hard. If you know other people who are in this situation and they're absolutely loving it and crushing it and you're not, you're like, what, what's wrong with me? Why, why aren't I enjoying it like them? I want to. I'm trying to. Trying to have a new perspective, a new mindset on it. It's just not, it's not clicking. My head and my heart are not clicking. And I'm, I'm riding over here in autopilot, not able to be present in what I'm doing. And I'm just not enjoying it. And I feel like that's, that's the hard truth that people don't want to talk about. The deep stuff that. Nobody wants to admit that they don't exactly like that goal that they got to. I don't I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. That they've worked hard, gotten to their goal, and they're like, 
Yeesh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Of course, I want to like it. But if you don't, you don't, and that's okay. And that is okay. I'm not any less than for not enjoying it. It meaning, like, the goal that I got to. But it does... It's a it's a scary like I said it's a scary place to be. But there's there's something to come out of it. I know there is. I'm going to learn something, figure out something about myself that I obviously didn't know before. I got to take it with a grain of salt as much as I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be in this predicament. It's the conversation in my head that I just just writing it out just fast just probably to somebody else it looks like scribbles but nobody else is reading my journals so it doesn't matter it's for me i'm not hoping one day that they're found in their archive and they're like oh these were india's journals like nah not trying to be like that that's for me those are my private thoughts that i just needed to get out on paper but that's kind of how i feel like with this right now just getting it out of my head out there either recorded on paper this is just new for me which is exciting a new format changing it up you know i'm not having a bad day i didn't have a bad day but now it's like it's the the nitty-gritty when you're in your head realizing certain parts of your situation and you're like okay this it ain't all it's cracked up to be I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not sad. Just kind of there. Kind of numb. Because it is what it is. And that's that. I mean. (laughs) Yeah, this is all coming from like a deep spot for me right now. I know I'm not alone in this. I know somebody, someone out there can resonate with this. And just like asking yourself, what am I doing? What do I do now? <laughs> this episode's being recorded on two different days. If you couldn't tell by the depression and sadness in my voice in the second half compared to these like intro and outro <laughs> segments. But the only thing going through my head right now is the Frank Ocean song, Lost. Now you lost and da, da, da. Lost in the heat of it all. Dun, 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 dun. Girl, you know you lost. Like, why is it speaking to me? Why is it trying to tell me something I already know? <laughs> I'm working on it, okay? But, yeah, in that little second, long second segment, I was very vulnerable and in my feels. And and I'm still I'm still going through it. The other day, like a couple days, like it's really rocked me, like to the point of tears, extremely upset and just feeling devastated because I, I, I don't know what my next move will be. And I just want anybody out there to know you're not the only one. Sadly, we weren't born with a how to manual in our back pocket, a little in our little booty cheek pocket saying okay so by this age you're gonna do this and then you're gonna become the president and no 
there was none of that. You came out and they said, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Do the best that you can. But also with standards of what is the right thing to do. Freaking society. But I know from these hardest moments that something I need to learn about myself or something that I, I need to value, values in my life, is going to come into play. My all-time favorite quote, I live by it, other than do it before you're ready, is, a smooth sea never made a skillful sailor. A smooth sea never made a skillful sailor. Without these uncomfortable moments, we're not going to learn anything. We're not going to build those skills in that mindset of, okay, okay, life is hard, but I'm harder. Okay, that, that, that sounds bad. Wait, <laughs> let me think of a new way to put that. Life is hard, but I am stronger. That There we go. That That's a lot better and more PG. Um, but seriously, you're, you're, a, you're allowed to feel the way you're feeling. It is valid to feel upset and hurt and just so small but you can only be down for so long i'm just saying nobody has a time limit on how long they can be upset for but once you feel all your feelings you got to pick yourself back up of course friends and family can be that support for you. I needed support. And I'm, I know I'm, I fall into the category of the people who are like, I don't want to ask for help. I don't need help. No, nope. Your girl needed help. And it started bubbling up like a soda bottle. And I popped out and spilled over the top full of tears because I was just so upset because I, I wasn't looking for that support, even though I, inside my soul really needed it. So feel your feelings. Stay in that dark, small spot, but then you got to start digging yourself out. You stay in that little hole and, and take no action, you're going to stay in that little hole. You got to start digging yourself out, thinking of what are things you can control in this situation. Obviously, the grand scheme of things, it's out of your control, but there was always going to be something you can control in to change your mindset, change the way you do something, to make the situation better for yourself. I wholeheartedly believe that. And I know there's been times in my life where I have been down in the ground, in the dirt, under the roots of a tree, just down. Didn't think I'd be able to get back out kind of down. And there's, like I said, there's never that aha moment of, oh, okay, I can do it. I feel so much better. It's a plethora of things. Reading motivational books, seeing motivational quotes, hearing things from others and how advice they've got, they've done to get through hard things. It's not just one single thing. But when you start looking to seek that motivation from within you, from outside resources, that's when you start building your toolbox. 
your well-being toolbox, ladies and gentlemen, of things that you can do to dig yourself out of that hole. Yeah, I think I'm going to share some of those things I keep in my toolbox, some of the actions I take. My toolkit is like a treasure trove full of trinkets, different techniques, and things that I use through various different emotions or feelings I'm going through to come back down, back to earth, and not be as psyched out by my reaction to these different emotions. So within my toolkit, there are five main things that I want to share. Of course, I have a whole bunch, but these are the five that I feel like are most important, and I feel like you, whoever you are, hi, strangers, friends, family, will benefit from. And I could see some of you even trying, honestly. The first one is mantras and meditation. Personally, I use mantras and meditation for most big emotions that I'm feeling to get out of my head. Being able to sit within that stillness of the uncomfortable feeling makes the magnitude of that anxiety, that fear from being so grand to bringing it down a couple notches. Sitting in meditation gives you the understanding that, oh, I can handle this. I know it's this big rain cloud over me, but I can, I can sit, I can feel it. I can breathe through it and I can get through it. Being in that stillness, of course, thoughts are always coming in and out of your head. And I, I always like to think of those thoughts as clouds. Clouds come in and you see them and then they fade away. Great way to think of it. Two, cry it out. I swear by it. I love to do it. I'm a big crocodile tear girly. My tears are big. I'm an ugly crier. Maybe sometimes I'm cute. I don't know. But crying helps bring your cortisol levels down. Cortisol is your stress hormone that goes into your bloodstream, amping up your heart rate and everything. But getting that release off your chest from your tears, it's truly like a weight off your shoulders. And I I swear by it, 100% you will feel better after doing it. Get some tissues, get a blanket, induce those tears, listen to some sad music, maybe a sad movie, and just let it flow, baby. Let it flow. Three, books. I feel as though books are knowledge and wisdom and power. I feel like in today's day and age, we're just so consumed with technology and social media that we forget about books and we don't take the time to wind down and be still through the words of a book. Books are, people think books are overrated. I'm a bookworm and I love them and just that stillness other than meditation, but with a book, it's so rewarding. Two books I highly recommend, one of them being Big Panda, Tiny Dragon. It's this beautiful picture book of not quotes, but like each page is an image of the big panda and the tiny dragon and their friends. And they just go through different seasons of life. And there's little captions on each picture that are like, you're not going to go through this alone. Sometimes your friends can upset you and blah, blah, blah. There's just a bunch of 
different ones. And it's a really cool book. I'll link everything in the description below. And the other book is Find Your Mantra. Who's it by? Aizel Gunner? Aizel? Aizel, maybe. I, I don't know how to pronounce her name. But there are tons of mantra books that you could look up and find. But it's really cool because this mantra book is broken up into categories like love, life, work, all that different stuff. And it gives a little description about what this mantra is about, like staying strong. There's a little blurb and then a mantra action and then the benefit of reciting this mantra. Highly recommend mantras. Speaking to yourself in positive words and terminology rewires your brain into a more positive, healthier, optimistic mentality. Highly recommend. Three, God bless my therapist. She taught me the coolest thing. And it's so simple. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to learn about this. But I was in awe at what she told me. So a few weeks ago, she taught me about crisis grounding. To me, I have such a hard time saying that. I was like, crisis grounding. I don't know. Crisis grounding. And it's getting out of your head and back into your body. And there is an acronym, and it's TIP. T-I-P-P in each letter has a different action to it and why it's important in crisis grounding. So number one is temperature change. She gave me a backstory on emperor penguins, which was very interesting. And I found this other article that I will link below. But it talks about when emperor penguins dive into the water, their body has a physiological change that is adaptable to the environment around them in a stressful situation. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. And so with temperature change, changing your temperature by something as small as splashing your face with cold water, putting an ice cube on your leg. You can also do this with heat, but I personally feel like it does more with cold. You can do this anywhere. If you are feeling anxious while you're out to dinner, you can put your hand or your wrist on the back of your cold water glass, and that will bring you out of your head and lost in your thoughts. Welcome to the land of the lost. And back into your body like, oh, this is a stimuli, and I am in this present moment feeling this stimuli. So temperature change is huge. Another cool way you can do that is you can freeze a cutie, like freeze a clementine. Once it's frozen, you can roll it around in your hands for another form of temperature change. I intense exercise. So when you're feeling emotions, of course, obviously everybody has a different bodily function or feeling when that happens. I'm not saying you poop yourself, but you might, I don't know. But like for me, my heart rate goes up, I get clammy, different things like that. But exerting your exerting energy through movement can give you stimuli in a in a sensory way to regulate your feelings. For example, if you go and run around the block, your heart rate is going to be up, but you're in control of bringing it back down through breathing. Maybe you want to do some push-ups. Maybe you want to go punch something, or maybe you need something slow and calm like yoga. Putting your mind into an action of what you're doing exercise-wise can regulate and bring you back down. 
paced breathing. There are so many breathing techniques out there and you can, there's so many to choose from. Personally, I like to take a deep belly breath in, hold at the top for two and out through my mouth. So in through my nose, hold for two and out through my mouth. Scientifically, if you take two minutes out of your day, not 20, not an hour, just two minutes for pace breathing, you will have a healthier mind and body throughout the rest of your future if you just take two minutes out of your day. It, breathing breathing keeps you alive. That's all I got to say. So do it. Do it more often and with more intention. And the last P is progressive muscle relaxation. In our bodies, we can hold a lot of tension. And doing it in a intentional way, such as clenching your fists and releasing it, flexing your muscles and releasing it, this is the most perfect way that she was able to describe it. God bless my therapist soul because it, it was so beautiful. She said, relax your body and your mind will follow. Relax your body and your mind will follow. I, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. We are in these bodies and we, we, can, we need to use them. Use them for your benefit. Use them for you to regulate and feel better. So that was tip, which I think is incredible, getting out of your head and back into your body. Highly, highly, highly recommend. And lastly, I do brainstorming and researching. Depending on the situation, I am racking my brain for some sort of solution as well as researching. Like if you're in a job crisis, okay, I'm going to start looking for other jobs I can apply to. Or how can I change my schedule at work? X, Y, and Z. Brainstorming allows you more control over that situation and what the issue is, giving you potential ideas and strategies to change that, change the situation, make it a better fit for you. I want you to take the time and figure out what's in your toolkit. What strategies, techniques, advice do you have within your toolkit or treasure trove that you use for your emotional well-being? Whether that's deep breathing or snuggling with your pet or just journaling, getting out of your mind and back into your body. I'm so blessed to be able to share what's in my toolkit with each of you. And I challenge you to try one of those tips, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, T-I-P-P, temperature change, intense exercise, paced breathing, or progressive muscle relaxation. Try one of those things. See how you feel after doing such. Feel free to leave a comment below or message me at the underscore monarch pod. Thank you so, so much for tuning in today. Whether you're listening Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, new episodes are out every Thursday morning. 
relax your body, and your mind will follow. Thank you guys. The light and love in me loves the light and love in each and every one of you. See you. Bye.